You are listening to Riddle Deeth, Season 1, Book 2. This episode was written by Craig Vilbig and produced by Twin Swords Productions and Cruise Control Productions. The narrator for this episode is John Wazileski. Chapter 11. Food. He wished longingly for a cup of coffee. It was the evening, but it was beginning to look like every single person in the underground would want to ask Adam a question tonight. Two of the survivors, who he didn't know very well, entered his room. While he recognized the tall, lanky, almost gaunt figure of one, and the more average shape of the other, he had yet to memorize their name. The gaunt man's short reddish-brown hair stuck up off his head as if he had just gotten out of bed, and his two short slacks lent to the illusion that he was, in fact, a beanpole in disguise. He was the first to speak, greeting Adam with a quick handshake and a nod before his hand returned to the candy bar he was snacking. He recognized them, but they hadn't been particularly helpful to the underground. What can I do for you two? Adam asked, awkwardly avoiding any use of names. He knew that he had at one point known who they were, but he couldn't find their names in the annals of his mind at this exhausting moment. Well, you see, began the tall one, Harold and I were thinking about asking if we could do something. He took another bite from his candy bar as Harold began to speak. He was taller than the other man by inches, but slouched to the point where he appeared shorter. He was of an average build with short, dirty blonde hair. I don't think I can just sit around anymore. I need to be doing something. And you see, I, I grew up on a farm. Now granted, that was many years ago, but I think I still have a good eye for farmland. See, my parents trained me well to take over the family business, but when the recession hit, I had to sell it off and press my luck in the city. He took a breath and then continued. Adam was confused why he was being presented with this information, but he simply listened unable to think of anything else to do at the moment besides holding back his yawns. But as he continued to process the man's words, something about the information made him perk up. I didn't think the skills of farming would ever come in handy again, but I foresee a rather serious problem that we're about to face, and I want to help out. We're running out of food. The tall one shifted uncomfortably before chiming in again between bites. But we've got a solution. See, we overheard some of your conversations with, er, Charlie, I think, about wanting us to move all to the country and make us farmers. Adam nodded, making a mental note to remember to keep such conversations a little more private. That's one possibility, Adam began. But we're still looking for other options. Adam eyed the other men cautiously. They looked trustworthy, but then so did most people. Harold shook his head. I don't know what you expect to find. We need to be able to eat, and farming is the only sustainable way to accomplish that, Harold said, commendably blunt. But regardless, whether we move everyone to a farm or we move food into the city, we need to start that farm. And we need a purpose, the beanpole piped up. Suddenly it made sense to Adam. He understood what these men wanted to ask and he was happy at the initiative. Everyone knew that anyone could leave the underground at any time they wanted, but the underground was a helpful way to compile skills and resources. So, you want to go start that farm? Adam asked them to mixed results. The lanky man nodded, but Harold shook his head. 
food from the frame of the lanky man's mouth spilled to Adam's floor, but he paid it no mind. We want to find that farm. We can't just farm anywhere successfully. We need good soil. And equally important, we need to find the tools and seeds. That's what Anson and I want to do. Find a farm that can function. Then bring the news back here, to you. Adam agreed that there was definitely merit in sending two scouts out to find a new home for the underground, assuming that they could survive away from the group. And how long do you think this would take to find? Harold shifted uncomfortably. Depends a lot on luck. There's farms nearby, or there were, but if the soil's no good, maybe they're just good for the supplies at this point. Maybe two, three weeks before we can return with the news? Adam almost wanted to say no. The underground was already being stretched too thinly between its existing plans. The unfortunate truth was that they needed to find this farm, and they needed to find it soon. The food in the city certainly wouldn't last forever. They had to start producing their own sustenance. He couldn't spare Dane, or Karelia, nor Turner, or Charlie. He couldn't go himself, and he certainly wasn't ready to send Penny away. And these two wanted to help. That's what he had always hoped for, that the survivors would be able to step up when their skills were needed. What Adam found himself saying in response was, Before you leave, find Karelia. I believe that she has a map of the surrounding area that you can use to mark off where you searched, what you found, and where the best plots of land are. Thanks, they both said, Harold pressing his palms together in a prayer-like manner before only he continued. We will be back as soon as we can. And then they filed out of the room silently. There were so many plots to keep track of at this point. Everybody was looking for something. Everybody had a plan and they all wanted him to be central to it, to approve of it. He sat down at his desk to add the latest updates on these plots to his notebook, but he did not manage to write much that night, and he was tired beyond functioning properly. Yet, despite his concerns over the plans, he couldn't keep a smile off of his face. He fell asleep at his desk, head resting on his notebook. Things were coming together. His work to organize a small society was beginning to pay off, and it felt rewarding. He had finally realized his happiness in this destroyed world. He had finally realized that he was meant to be a leader. Thank you for listening to this episode of Riddle Eve. Did you like what you heard today? We want to hear about it. Share us with your friends and follow us on social media. We are at Riddle Eve on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also send an email to info at riddledeve.com. Who knows? Maybe we'll feature you on our social media. This podcast is protected under Creative Commons 2019 with a CC BY NC SA license. For more information and to connect with us, please visit our website at riddledeve.com. I'm Craig Vilbig, one of the producers of Riddledeve. Thanks so much for listening.